about a year and a half down the road, uh, you're living your life. Everything's uh, you're, you're like doing the same things that you are now. Only you're kind of like leveling up a little bit, you know, like get your, you're starting to like feel really good about where you are at work. Nice. Uh, comedy feels really good. Finally getting to like, you know, you're doing more like showcases. Sure. Like some weekend stuff. Fuck yeah. You're like uh, feeling really good. You're on an upswing. This is great. Things are great. You, uh, you win $500 in a McDonald's Monopoly. Nice. Yeah. You get like, like an instant winner on a thing of chicken McNuggets. Dude, I, you got to go nugs. Right. You have to. You say that every single time you go to McDonald's, you pull in and before like the speaker kicks on, you just say, hey, you got to go nugs. Got to go. Nugs. And every time they're like, you know what? We thought it was you. Pull around. They already know what's up. They, they already, already order. They got it there. You don't even have to pay sometimes. Nice. Sometimes you'll just see like a hand sticking out of the window with a bag and you just drive by and pick it up and keep on fucking driving. Dude. That's Josue, dude. He hooks it up. So things are good. Yeah. I'm killing it. Killing it. You uh, start dating someone. Nice. Start dating a young lady. She's uh, she's in law school. She's studying to be uh, a lawyer, obviously. She wants to do like um, like she doesn't want to be like a she wants to be like prosecute like bad people. You know what I mean? She's doing it because she has like a real sense of justice. She's not doing it for like the glitz or glamour or perception of being like a high powered attorney. I like she has, that. She has a real like passion for for justice and, and uh, creating change in the world. She's about five foot three, olive complexion. Sure. Short dark hair, big brown eyes. Legs that you just can't get enough of. Man, that sounds like my girlfriend. Well, she is here. Her name is uh, Sandra Chisholm. Oh, Sandra. Chisholm. Sandra Chisholm. So you uh, you meet Sandra doing a show. You're doing a, a comedy show here in town, and uh, at the end of your set, like you just have like a really great set. You do like 15 minutes. Uh, you were you like closed out the show. Yeah, uh, everything me. went well. You you nice. were taping it that night, so like you were on. Everything was good. After the show, uh, Sandra Chisholm approaches you and she goes, "Hey, um, that was really great. I I I thought the show was very fun, but you were just." Absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Sandra. Oh, at this point, you didn't know her. I didn't know her yet. Thanks. You say, you say thank you. Nice to meet you. And she introduced herself. She goes, I'm Sandra. Nice. She extends a hand. You shake her hand. Yeah. And like, you've always heard that, like, you've heard of like sparks, you know? Sure. Sparks fly in the movies when people meet each other. But in this case, there's literally a spark between the two of you. 
It could have been static cling. I don't really know, but there was definitely like a shock. Sure. When he shook her hand and she felt it too. She asked you about where you were going to be around town. She eventually came out to another one of your shows. Uh, You guys went and grabbed a drink at a bar. One thing led to another. Bada bing, bada boom. Hey. You know, you're making sweet love on a futon. But it didn't matter where it was. Sure. I was upset that she was a law student still sleeping on a futon, but I looked past it. It was your futon, but you know. Whatever. Oof. I thought I was doing well in this. <laughs> no, you just, you have like an extra futon in your oh, place. Oh, okay. You well, I had loaned the bed out to my friend that weekend. You still have a bed, but it's in like in your living room. All right. And uh, you guys are. <laughs> but it was sweet love though. It was sweet love. So basically like your futon, you're a generous person. And so you have a futon so the guests can come and like crash with you. Nice. And, uh, you know, you guys like you start making sweet love, you know. So sweet. Fucking on this futon. You and Sandra. Penetration. Full penetration. So you guys make love for two and a half hours. God. Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. You just make love on this futon. And you like are holy. You're like, holy shit. Like this. How is this happening? Like it's it's a whirlwind. It's it's a it's a height. It's a high. So after like like two solid weeks of dating her, you know, kind of off and on. Sure. You feel like you're like, man, this this could be like a real thing. This could be like a like a long term thing that, that could really turn into something. And you're you're kind of like curious is she how is she feeling about this you know you've never you've never been overtaken by feelings in quite this fashion before no so you guys are going to go on a date you're going to go um you're going to go to a dance class you ever been to like a dance class before (coughs) no but it's i mean that's a romantic thing to do right it is and that's like a like a thing you're like hey early on in a relationship you got a group on yeah Normally, it's like a, an hour-long dance class. It's uh, $50. The Groupon got you buy one, get one free. Nice. It's at a place called That's so When us. Stars Align nice. Dance Company. So you go to uh, When Stars Align Dance Company, you and Sandra. You're, like, super excited. You've heard that, like, like, you read some, like, reviews on this, and everybody's like, yeah, this is a great place. You're going to have a great time. There's like no pressure. Uh, the instructors are all really great and helpful and you're you're just really going to have a good time. So you're you're looking forward to it. It's not necessarily your cup of tea, but hey. It's, it's a, for her. It's a chance for you to spend time with Sandra. Yeah. So you go is go into when stars align. There's like a receptionist. Yeah. Checking people into the class and kind of explaining how everything works and you're in like this big dance studio. And you're all standing there. You're in like athletic gear, you know. You got like basketball shorts on. You know what I mean? You're just like sneakers. Yeah, you're in, you're there to fucking have fun and dance and, yeah. and like exercise, you know. And then the lights go out. Oh no. Power outage. Not a chance. Because they slowly start to come back on. Slowly. Very slowly. 
you see an outline of a door against the wall, just light pouring in through the like the cracks between the door and the wall. And you hear music start to play. You hear like a boom, 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 boom. You know, you're just hearing like a bass thumping. And you're all, all of your eyes like go towards the door, you know? Sure. You see a figure like in the light coming out from underneath the bottom. You see two shoes just stand in front. And almost, you can almost swear that like the foot is like tapping its, its heel, you know, in rhythm with the bass. Just boom. And then you hear over the speakers, you hear, are you ready? And then the door bursts open. Light just pours into the room like there's a sun on the other side of the wall. And there's a shadow of a man and he's just dancing. He's just like, he's just writhing in time with the bass. And you hear like uh, like keys and synths come in and this, this really like up-tempo dance music is playing and everybody's just kind of like, bouncing to the rhythm and it's very primal and it almost like awakens a part of you and you see this guy just dancing and all you can see is a silhouette because there's so much light pouring in from around him and he just does all of these crazy he does like flips he gets on the floor and spins he does like every variation of, of dance throughout history you feel like you experience the entire timeline of dance in the span of like two minutes you are enraptured you've never seen live performance like this before you can't take your eyes off this guy. I mean, this is what I came to do with the stars, dance with the stars. So you feel like the song build to a crescendo. Everybody's just like bobbing back and forth and having a great time dancing to the music. Everybody's in their own little space, just watching this guy. And then the song finally peaks and he gets down on one knee and he's got a fist to the floor. <laughs> And then all the lights go out. Damn. When the lights come back up, there's a man standing in front of you. You uh, take him in from the floor up. He's wearing dark stonewashed jeans. <laughs> nice. He's got on a maroon t-shirt. And a leather fucking jacket. This is the teacher. He's standing in front of you. And he's not even like breathing hard. He's not even like this, this. He hasn't labored at all. And this is you just saw you just saw him put on a fucking display. That was a show. And he goes, hi, everybody. Welcome to when stars align dance company. I'll be your instructor. My name's Mickey. Mickey less. And then everybody in unison just says, hi, Mickey. Mickey less is wearing jeans at a dance company. But man. It's astounding, the movement, the range of motion the man has. Still got it? Agile? You turn to Sandra and you're like, holy shit, what the hell just happened? And she's like, I have no idea. Her big brown eyes look up at you. They're just so wide and brown. They look like a field after just been freshly tilled, you know? Wow. I love that woman. You love her so much. And I you feel like eyes. you feel like... This is the thing that's growing inside of you. And she just smiles at you and she says, I'm having a really great time. And she squeezes your hand. You squeeze back. That's all I want to hear, baby. So Mickey, uh, he guides you through like just basic like couples dance technique. He teaches you like a, like the, a tango and he teaches you guys like salsa. Sure. And he, th he teaches you like ballroom dancing. He's 
an amazing teacher. He spends maybe 10 minutes on these things and you like just pick up the basics really quickly. He's an outstanding teacher. He walks around and he like looks at people's posture and he'll like adjust them. And you can almost see like a light bulb click on. Like you're watching this other couple. They're like learning how to ballroom dance and they're kind of struggling with it. And Mickey comes along and he goes, no, no, no. And he shows them how to do it right. And you could just swear for a brief second. You see a light bulb over his head. The man and the couple. So it was just creating this like godlike silhouette with the light bulb. So then you, you're like, that's weird. You keep, you just move on. So Mickey teaches you guys all of these dances and he goes, all right, we're going to have a dance off. Do you guys feel ready? And everybody's just like really into it. Yeah. Yeah. Go, you're going to take the, the tools you use today. You're going to, you're going to have a dance off and we're going to crown a winner here for today's, for today's uh, class. He goes, you obviously be with your partner. And he kind of runs you through these courses where he'll he'll do like uh, you have to like it's like an obstacle course, you know. Okay. And so he sets up like a tire. It's on fire in the middle. You don't know how it got lit. Yeah. There's like wild. a wild. There's like a there's like a, a really there's like a, a really narrow space where two walls are just kind of like closing in on. You know, like you're in a trash compactor. Yeah, it's um, intense. Yeah, there's like a there's a bed of spikes. Fuck. It built into the floor. So he's like, okay, you're gonna tango through this course. So he he sets up this obstacle course, and you have to dance your way through it with your partner. And you're like, you and Sandra are passing with flying colors. The chemistry is undeniable. She's a uh, Agile and lithe and quick on her feet. You guys are a great team. Not everybody's so lucky. Oh no. Yeah. There's this part where there's like a like I said, these there's a pretty narrow space and there's two like pneumatic arms that push the walls in. Yeah, God. And uh on the ballroom dancing portion, there's a couple that should have been a little bit more quicker, you know? A little more haste. What are you gonna do? They got smushed. Both of them died. A trap door opens. Their bodies left. You don't know what happened to them. A sense of fear got instilled in you in that moment, but you were just led so much by Mickey Less that you were like, you know what? We're going to win this thing. And you look at Sandra, and she feels the exact same way. So you guys are, like, doing great. You go through all the stages, the, the salsa, the tango, the ballroom, and he's, like, keeping score. You're, um... You're in the top two. There's you and one other team. And the final round is a freestyle round where your partner will do a dance directly for you, and then you'll do one for your partner. Oh, no, dude. I don't know what to do. So you, uh, Sandra goes first. Sure. She dances for you. It's not It's not like a dirty thing or anything. She's just no. dancing in front of you. Yeah. And Mickey's like taking notes. He's nodding his head. You see that he's like holding a pencil and his hands are so fucking big. Like when you're not, when you're like not looking at them, like when you catch them out of your, in your peripheral vision, they are comically large. Like you, you kind of see it and you can't even see the pen. That's how big his hands are. But then when you look, it's like, it's a big hand, but it's not like crazy big. Sure. So he's writing, he's like smiling, taking notes. You know, when he's watching Sandra, 
he goes, okay, we're going to, we're going to have a little break here. Everybody grab five, get something to drink. We got a couple more dances left and then we're going to crown our champions. Okay. So you go out, you get a drink. You step back inside. Mickey goes, Hey, um, my name's Mickey, Mickey less. <laughs> and he puts out a hand. Do you shake his hand? Yeah, I don't want to be outdone. I shake this guy's hand. When you shake his hand, you have this scent of talcum powder in the air, like baby powder. Ugh. You know, it's just a, it's just a faintest, faintest scent. And you remember that there was a kid that you went to high school with who, uh, he was kind of, he was just like a strange kid. Like he was homeschooled and then all through junior high and then he got into high school. Done. His name, his name was Tarney Varnerson. Okay. And uh, he was a real fucking dork, and everybody kind of made fun of him because yeah. his name's so dumb. He's also homeschooled. He was homeschooled. He was like a weird homeschool kid. He was like now interacting with regular kids, and he didn't wear deodorant. But what he would do is he would take baby powder, and he would he would see he would stand in the shower totally nude, and he would like kind of squat, and you'd see him grab the baby powder and just spray a big puff of it up onto his waiting drying ball sack. Yeah. And it was, he did it every day. He That's was gross. totally nude, and he just just the biggest fucking puff of baby powder. How old is this guy? I mean, he was your age. You guys were both, you know, he graduated in your class. Tarney Varnerson. Yeah, that's where we made fun of him. Yeah, everybody made fun of him, dude. He, he was punked that guy. He was hard. not very cool. He had like a core group of friends. They were like kids you didn't really talk to. Just kind of a, a bunch of weirdos, all smart kids. But Tarney, you just smell that baby powder. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. Tarney wound up. Uh, he didn't really like get out of high school. Well, he ended up um, running with a pretty bad crowd, got into drugs, stole a car, got into a high speed chase. <sighs> what a loser. Wrecked the car, drove off a cliff. Oh, my God. He got a uh, he got impaled on a famous local rock called the Jagged One. God damn. Not the- <laughs> he was 23 years old. And you shake his hand, and you just have that faint smell of baby powder in the air. And he goes, "Look, I don't mean to, uh, I don't mean to come off strong here or anything." He goes, "But you and your partner have some serious chemistry." He goes, "How long have you been together?" Only a few weeks, but he goes, "Oh my!" He's like, "Man, you guys have something going." He goes, "Look, I have a bit of a gift." He goes, "I see people like I can tell that they like each other." You know, I, I I can I can tell what she likes. I can tell what you like. What you're both good at. He goes. I want to help you out. He goes, right. I know you don't feel strong about your dancing. He goes. But you follow my lead. You follow my lead, and I think we can make this happen. All right. Thanks, man. He goes. Have fun out there. He pats you on the back. You swear you almost see a poof of baby powder. Gross. Sandra comes up to you, and she goes. Hey, teacher's pet, what did he have to say? He just offered to help me out, you know? I uh, He knows I'm a little nervous about my my individual dancing. and She kind of teases you. She goes, oh, are you nervous? She kind of pinches you on the cheek. Yeah, I want to win this competition with you. She goes, you're very sweet. She gets up on her tiptoes, kisses you on the mouth. Yeah, I'm trying. So you go in. Mickey uh, stands in front of everybody. He goes, okay, guys, this is we're down to our, our final freestyle dancer, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Castillo. What song would you pick to dance to? Oh, man. I'm going to have to go with uh, On a Road to Nowhere. 
talking heads. So you put on the talking heads. You tell Mickey. Mickey gets behind like a, he gets up in a DJ booth. He's got like a huge fucking DJ set up. Yeah. He's got a big old pair of cans. One of them kind of hanging off the side. Huge cans. Yeah. He starts, uh, he starts playing Road to Nowhere, you know. And you look at the, there's a TV next to him, right? He kind of like looks out at you and he nods over to the TV and it's just him like dancing, like uh, interpretive dancing, like almost like it's a screensaver, you know? Yeah. It's just kind of choppy and like it's on a, like it's on a loop. Okay. And so you're like looking in, you're like, he's like almost like he's walking in place and you start to like kind of do it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it feels right. You know what I mean? I mean, if it's going well, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm trying to. You look at Sandra and she smiles at you. That's what I'm looking for. You look back at the TV. He's having you like raise the roof. Hey, man. Would you raise it? I raise that roof. <laughs> you raise that fucking roof, I dude. Raise it. You I raise, raise that, that fucking roof. roof. The first time you raise the roof, a thunderclap occurs. You keep raising the roof. Everybody around you is like clapping in time with the song. You keep watching. You know, you're looking at the TV. You see Mickey take his, his shirt off. He's still wearing the jacket, but his shirt is gone. Do you take your shirt off? No, I leave my shirt on. You look at the TV and Mickey, like the animation stops and looks at you and kind of shrugs and then takes his shirt off. And then he kind of steps back up into where he was. Would you take the shirt off? Yeah, I trust him. So I take the shirt off. You take the shirt off and you feel like the crowd wasn't expecting that at all. They gasp. A little bit of a gasp. You look down. Sandra's just biting her fucking lip. Nice. <laughs> you know? Nice. You look at the uh, the TV again. It's just Mickey tweaking his nipples. I'm going to hold off on that one. So you almost hear like the song kind of stops for a second. You hear. <clears throat> Fine. I start tweaking going. nipples. You start tweaking your fucking nipples. I'm getting those areolas hard. They are hard as diamonds. Ugh. Cut ice. Not only could you cut ice with how hard your nipples are in that moment. Ice would melt around the heat. Coming off of your nipples. That's what I like to hear. You're tweaking and tweaking. You look out in the crowd. Everybody else is out there just biting their fucking lips. Everybody is like horned up to 10. Damn. You look at the TV again. You see Mickey tear off his pants. He's wearing a skin tight European thong. You know, one of those thongs where it's like it just covers your D&B, and then it kind of like wraps around to one side, but leaves nothing on the other side. Banana hammock. Yeah, but it's like the one side is totally, is that what it officially is? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, to where it's just covering his crack and his sack and his cock. <laughs> Would you take your pants off? Well, I'm not wearing that kind of underwear, but uh, yeah, I'd go for it. I'd rip those pants you off. You rip those pants off, and by God, you don't know how it happened. But you're wearing one of those stylish European things. Oh, no. No. It's white with red hearts on it. Oh, God. There's a red heart right on the tip. 
Ugh. And the crowd just fucking goes nuts. What is wrong with these people? You look up at the TV again, and you see Mickey kind of in a squat, just swinging his junk, like, back and forth. All right, I made it this far. Let's go. You do it, and the crowd just erupts. Sandra stands up, kisses you on the mouth. Everybody applauds. Fuck yeah. She's like, let's get out of here right now. You leave? Yeah, let's go. So you leave. You go back to uh, to your place. You fuck on that futon. You ruin that futon, basically. <laughs> yeah. It gets thrown out about two weeks later. Has to. Has to. Like, it was no question about it. Two and a half hours on a futon? Yeah. We're done. Done. Flipping that mattress isn't going to cure these wounds, you know? <laughs> no, no. You end up dating her for about uh, about 12 years. You right. date, and then you end up marrying her. Wow, this was the one. This was uh, the the woman that was, you know, the love of your life. You date uh, you date for another six months. It's a very fast courtship. You date for six months, and you eventually propose. You wind up getting married within the year. You are madly in love. Yeah. You, uh, you wind up taking a job working for dad's company. He, uh, he owns an ice cream stand. You take a job helping him run the ice cream stand. It's called <laughs> Creamy Pete's. Oh. What an innuendo, but I'm working at Creamy Pete's now. You You're know? working at Creamy Pete's. You're running the, the show, dude. You know, uh, you get paid an honest wage. You guys are expanding into another location. You spend 12 years of, you, of your life with her. And then uh, you, and you kept up the dancing. Like the two of you kept dancing that whole time, right? You uh, you eventually like did a couple competitions where you did like a ballroom thing and you got pretty good. Yeah. And you had a lot of fun doing it. And you were doing a, a competition in Topeka, Kansas called uh, When the Heel Turns Round Dance Competition. The 13th Annual. And uh, the winner got an all-expenses cruise to Alaska and back. And so you and Sandra go, you enter this thing, and uh, you come in second place to um, your high school bully. He's a guy named Brian Stevenson Jones. He's a hyphenated. Stevenson Jones. He, he found out you were in a ballroom dancing, and he hated you so much that he continued to bully you to this day. So he also got really good at ballroom dancing. And he took f- first place in the competition uh, you got really pissed off because you're like, man, what the fuck is your problem? Why are you still bullying me? Yeah, We're adults. Yeah, dude. And he just beat the shit out of you in your parking lot in no, front of your wife. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, as he was pounding your face into the pavement, he said he kept saying like, why'd you have to do it? Why'd you hyphenate the way you did? He hated his non-traditional hyphenation. His dad got remarried and they tra- non-traditionally hyphenated his last name. People call him the hyphen, and he just fucking took all of those years of frustration out on you, onto that fucking face against the pavement. <sighs> Sandra's just screaming. No. The last thing you hear is just your, your, the love of your life, the wife going, oh, my God, why are you doing this? Please stop. And then you fucking died. God damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Sandra. Fuck you, hyphen. You managed to gargle it out. It's barely like intelligible just because of how bad your throat and face and mouth is all fucked up. But she knew. She knew. 